Tandor the Apache saw the white eyes lying cold and still in the bushes straight ahead. The white eyes appeared dead, the rifle and pistol lying nearby, blood everywhere. Tandor sang his victory song as he drew closer to the modern new weapons. No longer would he have to load a cartridge every time he wanted to shoot somebody. Suddenly, a fusillade of lead screamed through the air around him. He was so astonished, his song caught in his throat. But in the next second, he dived toward the ground. In the distance, a large number of white eyes on horseback were attacking, sending forth terrific volleys of fire. Tandor had been so concentrated on the lone white eyes, he didn't consider that someone might be stalking him. He crawled with his nose close to the ground and peered cautiously around a boulder. Fifteen white eyes riders charged across the desert in his direction, firing steadily, and he didn't like the odds. Get out of here! Tandor hollered to his comrades. He leapt to his feet and sped through the underbrush, heading for the horses. His cohorts joined in the mad rush while the air sang with whirring bullets. Blue Feather shrieked in pain as a bullet pierced his spine. He dropped to the ground, but Tandor didn't have time to gather him up. Tandor ran fleet-footed across the desert and leapt onto his horse. A bullet zipped past his left ear as his horse galloped away. Where did they come from? wondered Tandor bitterly as he rode toward the Apache camp in the hills. And why didn't we see them earlier? He recalled the White Eye's rifle that he couldn't steal. A dark cloud passed over his heart, and he cursed beneath his breath. Maybe, on another day, I'll be the victor and you'll be running from me, if you're lucky, Tandor thought with a grim smile, as his horse scampered across the cactus plain. Tandor and his warriors had been attacked by a gang of American outlaws, and their leader was Richard Cochran, formerly of the Confederate Cavalry Corps. He and his men rampaged onward, maintaining steady pistol fire at Apaches fleeing in all directions. A half hour earlier, Cochran had heard gunfire far away and decided to investigate. The Apaches scattered into the desert, but there was no point to dividing his small force and chasing them. Cochran held up his right gloved hand while pulling back his horse's reins with his left. His men coalesced about him, a rugged, dusty lot, sunlight glinting off steely eyes. They'd expected a small band of embattled Mexican vaqueros, but could locate no hint of the gun battle that they'd just interrupted. Could be they were just Apaches fighting amongst themselves, suggested Clement Beasley, second in command, formerly a sergeant in the 9th Virginia Cavalry. Looks that way, replied Cochran. He took off his smudged silver belly cowboy hat and wiped his forehead with the back of his arm. A jagged purple scar worked its way up his right cheek, and he wore a black patch over his right eye. This is as good a place as any to break for dinner. He climbed down from his horse and let Beasley pass along his orders. Cochran managed the outlaw band like a line cavalry detachment, with strict discipline and rough punishment for infractions of the rules. They were mostly ex-Confederate soldiers returning from the armed robbery of a West Texas bank, as attested to by pack horses carrying bags filled with loot. Cochran sat in the scant shade of a cottonwood tree as his men performed campsite duties. They traveled light as Apaches, with no tents, only grub and canvas bedrolls. Two men dug a fire pit while two others prepared food. Another crew cared for horses, and three were lookouts, because no place is home for desperados with prices on their heads.